0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast um, so today 's episode i 'm going to be talking about a topic that is very close to my heart, uh, which is how to get free from fear um, and really, the contrast of fear versus faith because if you 're going to live a life of faith, you know the opposite of that is living in fear and really fear is is something that the devil uses to get control of the body of Christ, and you know unfortunately it it really just shocked even me and i'm sure many of you listening seeing in 2020 how much fear was in the body of, even in the body of Christ. You know, as we saw COVID come, as we saw all, you know, all of these things, this uncertainty in the world, these things that, you know, had never been seen before. It's crazy to see how many people were so bound up in fear when those things come, because really the body of Christ, we should be the the least fearful group of people. Why? Because God is with us. God is for us. And not only that, but he's given us dominion He's given us dominion, authority and power, even over every sickness in every disease. And that's why, you know, it's so important. Now is the time to be so rooted in Christ and in the love of God and and get fear eradicated out of your life. Because I'll tell you this, COVID probably will not be the last plague That there is before Jesus returns, because in Matthew 24, you know, he talks about the beginning of sorrows, the things that are going to take place leading up to the rapture of the church. One of the things that Jesus says is that there will be many plagues plagues, plural. So there will be multiple plagues. And Jesus knew that he actually knew that there were going to be plagues. And he actually already gave us instructions. He said, don't neglect the assembling together of yourselves, even more so as you see the day of the Lord approaching. So really, Jesus, you know, he knew that there were going to be plagues. He knew that there was going to be this stuff. But fortunately, God has given us his word, and he's given us the Holy Spirit so that we can live a life totally and completely free from fear, free from the fear of death, free from the fear of sickness, free from the fear of man, free from the fear of lack, free from the fear of destruction. You can live your life completely free from fear because understand that that's really the only way that the devil can get control of the body of Christ. Because he's been defeated. He's been defeated. But the only way that he gains access into your life is getting, getting believers to doubt the word of God and open up the door by, by fear, because really fear is rooted in unbelief of the promises of God. Right. And so understand the first thing you have to understand, the first point I want to make here, understand that the devil hates you. And I hate to even talk about the devil because he again, he's defeated. But if you don't understand that there is there is someone that hates you and his will is to steal, kill and destroy your life. If you don't understand that, then you become a Christian that's just that just has no fight in them, and that's why Paul told Timothy, "Fight the good fight of faith." Faith is a fight. You've got to fight and resist fear, because you know there's a, there's a quote that one great man of God says. He says, "It fear tolerated is faith contaminated." So faith is a fight. You're fighting to believe the word of God, and you cannot tolerate any even the smallest ounce of fear, because as soon as you even open the door a little bit to fear, it will take over. It, it grows and it begins to take over and so really eradicating fear out of your life is so important and so understand firstly understand that the devil hates you and and when you understand that you're you're on guard and it puts fight in you it puts fight in you to know that the person that wants the person that wants you to be afraid is the devil because you have no reason to fear because you're redeemed but the reason that the devil hates people so much is because number one we, we are everything that he always wanted to be and used to be. Okay, so firstly, the devil, the, the Bible says that when, when he was cast out of heaven, it says that he. the reason that he was is because he got lifted up in pride. And he said in uh, Isaiah 14, 14, it talks about this. Satan said, I will ascend and be like the most high. So Satan wanted to be like God. And so the reason the devil hates people so much is because god created man in his image so the devil always wanted to be like god but you actually are like god you've been created in the image and the likeness of almighty god which is exactly what satan wanted to be and then on top of that satan lucifer used to be the head worship leader in heaven Right. And so but when he was cast out and the the demons that fell with him, God lost the worshipers, the angels that were in charge of worship. Right. And so when Jesus came to the earth in John chapter four, what did he say? Jesus said the father, Jesus came because the father was seeking worshipers. So. You are the replacement because Lucifer fell. God, God sent Jesus to make a new breed of worshipers. And that's the redeemed people of God. So understand that everything the devil wanted to be and used to be is who you are. And that's why the devil hates you. So you under, you have to understand that not everything that happens in the world is because of God. Not everything that happens in your life is because of God. But when you understand the will of Satan and the will of God, then you understand that you're not going to tolerate sickness in your life. You're not going to tolerate fear in your life. You're not going to tolerate um, depression, anxiety, um, living in lack, living, living in depression, all of these kinds of things. When you know the will of God and you know the will of Satan, it puts a fight. In you, a fight to believe that god god's word is true, God's promises are true, and that God has redeemed you from all the curse of the law, because really understand where does fear come from? Fear comes from not knowing the Word of God, because really people who are afraid it's because they're not sure they're not sure. Of what God has said about them. They're not sure of if God is gonna perform his word in their life. They're unsure. It's it's uncertainty. It's uncertainty. And really, only your 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 surety can only come from, from the revelation of God's word. And so I like to think of it this way: if you were just in, in a pitch black room. And, you know, no windows. It's pitch black. You can't see anything. And there's like tables in there. There could be chairs. There could be a big bear, an alligator. And someone tells you, hey, walk, walk, to, run to the other side of this room. You would be kind of scared because you don't know what you're going to run into. You don't know what you're going to run into. And you could you could hurt yourself. You could die. You could run into the wall. But understand that if you turn on the lights. It eradicates fear because you can see clearly where you're going. You can see clearly that you have an expected end. You can see what's around you. You can see any trap that's set before you. You're not gonna fall for it. Why? Because you can see it clearly because the light has come on by revelation. So understand that God's word is light. The unfolding of his word gives light. That's what it says in Psalm 119. The unfolding or the breaking open of God's word giveth light. And so when light comes, It eradicates fear because you can see clearly who you are in Christ, what belongs to you in Christ. You can see clearly that sickness and and disease has already been paid for on the cross by Jesus. So you're not going to fear that. You see that poverty has already been paid for on the cross. So you're not going to fear that. You're not going to fear what will come of your life because you can see by revelation that God said, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future that no. matter what is going on in the world, God's plan for my life has not changed. God still is going to prosper me. God still is going to make sure that no harm comes to me. God is still, God is still going to fulfill his word in my life. And so when you understand, and that's why it's very important to understand, you can have people pray for you to be free from fear and anxiety. And I'm not downplaying that at all. You definitely could have someone lay hands on you and pray for you. But, you know, there are people they just constantly want prayer for the same thing time and time again. And there's no breakthrough. And it's really, you know, and this is my testimony, because for me, no matter how many times people prayed for me, I was still bound in fear. And, that you know, that's just for me. But really what I didn't realize, I didn't need pray for me, pray for me. I need all I needed to do was turn on the lights. All I needed to do was turn on the lights. It's like people are standing in a dark room going, pray for me, pray for me. But what you really need is the light of God's word to illuminate your life so that you can see, you can see what the blood of Jesus has, has purchased for you. And you understand that there's actually nothing to fear because most of the things that people are afraid of are things that are listed in the curse of the law. And so I encourage if you haven't listened to my podcast on the reality of redemption, I encourage you to go listen to that podcast because Isaiah 43 says, fear not for I have redeemed you because when you understand redemption, there's absolutely no place for fear. Because when you're redeemed, you understand that every every part of the curse has already been paid for by the blood of Jesus. And I don't expect to experience anything in the curse of the law. And part of that curse is every sickness and every disease, even those not mentioned in this book of the law. So that includes COVID-19. It includes COVID-20, COVID-21, COVID-22, COVID-23. So it includes every plague that will ever come to the face of the planet. Jesus has already bore it in his body on the cross and he has made a payment for your freedom from every single part of the curse. That's what it means to be redeemed. To be redeemed means that there is someone that has made a payment for you to come out of the prison that you were once in. We were once in the prison in prison because of our sin, because of your mistakes, because of your failure, you were imprisoned by the curse of the law. But when Jesus shed his blood, there was a payment made for your freedom. So now you don't have to expect anything that's in the curse you can expect to live a life of health. You can expect to live a life of strength, a life of abundance. Jesus said, I came to give you an abundant life. Understand that Jesus didn't come so you could endure life. Jesus came so that you could enjoy life and live in the reality of your redemption. But why are people in fear? People, even born again, people live their lives in fear. Why? Because Hosea 4, 6, my people are perishing and being destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because what you don't know out of God's word, you're not empowered to walk in. Because understand that if you don't know the reality of your redemption, if the light of God's word has not been turned on. Concerning your redemption, then you're in darkness in that area and, and it creates fear because you are living life wondering, how are things going to turn out for me? You're living your life wondering, uh, is my life just going to be a cycle of repetitive failure, a, a life of repetitive sickness and disease, pain, trauma, all these kinds of things. And so when you're in, when you're in the dark, you, it's it, the fear, fear can just come easily when you're in the dark because there's no light. Right. And, and understand that the Bible says that fear is a spirit and it has to be cast out. That's why I'm talking about here the difference between light and darkness, because darkness, there's, there's no possible way that you can just not have darkness without having light. Darkness is expelled as soon as the light turns on. There's no fight that goes on. There's no, there's no, it's not possible. Okay, well, I'm not in the darkness, but I also don't have the light. Similarly, you can't just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to stop fearing without having light come in because light is what drives out fear. And that's why it says in first John four, perfect love is what casts out fear because fear is a spirit and it has to be driven out. You can't just detach yourself from the spirit of fear somehow and just go on living life in, in neutral. It's, it's not in, you can't live in neutral. That's why Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. Fight, fight to believe God's word and get the word in you enough that that word is gonna be continually driving out fear. So when you're so flooded with light and you're so flooded with the perfect love of God, it, it, it drives out fear. So when fear tries to come, it finds no place to land because you're already flooded with another substance. You're already flooded with the reality of redemption, the perfect love of God in the light of his word. And to understand everything I'm saying, you know, it goes together because, you know, like I said, perfect love is what casts out fear. Perfect love is what casts out fear. So when you see all the Christians that are in fear, it's because there's a lack of revelation of the perfect love of God. And so what is the love of God? Because people have all kinds of definitions of what they think the love of God is, but the Bible is the what defines what is love, and 1 John four ten says, "This is real love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us first, and that He sent His Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins." What is that talking about? That's talking about redemption. Everything I've just been saying—that really, fear not, for I have redeemed you. The atoning sacrifice—that is the love of God. The definition of love. Is Jesus Christ paying the price for your sin? That's the definition of love, so perfect love is what casts out and drives out fear so when you when you have revelation of redemption of the price that has been paid, the blood that has been shed, when you have revelation of what is in the curse that no longer belongs to you and what is in the blessing, what is your now your now inheritance in Christ, the revelation of that is what drives out fear. And so understand that it's not, it's not so much about doing a six week series on how to deal with fear, because a lot of people focus so much on the thing they're trying to get free from that they can't get free because they're, they're just so focused on the problem. They're so focused on the bondage, so focused on the addiction, the fear, the whatever. But really, when you switch your focus to Christ the cross and what he did for you in the death and resurrection in his death and resurrection that that is what drives out fear and all of a sudden it's not like you're trying to get rid of fear you're putting your focus on filling yourself with something else that's more powerful and when you fill yourself with something that's more powerful all the fear gets squeezed out and eradicated out it has no room to stay it cannot stay because there's something greater that has come and driven that out of your life. And so understand that now is the time in the days that we are living in before Christ returns. It is absolutely crucial that the body of Christ eradicates fear. We have to eradicate fear because really walking, living in the spirit of faith Is is living with no fear. And that, you know, faith is how you obtain everything that God has for you. You're not gonna be able to fulfill what God has called you to do without a spirit of faith. Because if you're in fear, you're you're just gonna sit at home and you're gonna you're gonna compromise and not do the thing God's called you to do. But understand that even the apostle Paul, he said, My life is actually worth nothing to me unless it's used for for completing the assignment that God has given to me. Paul had no fear. Paul wasn't afraid of persecution, afraid of sickness, afraid of death. He wasn't afraid of anything. There was nothing that was going to cause him to sit at home and stay back and not do the thing that God had assigned him to do. Why? Because what Christ had done for him was more real than anything in this natural realm. And so understand that as you get full of God's word and full of the perfect love of God, I believe that every The spirit of fear that has tried to attach itself to your life will be driven out and broken off by the power of God's word. And I just pray even now for every person that's listening, Lord, I pray for the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation, Lord, that the eyes of their heart will be flooded with light, Father, that they would be able to see clearly that there is nothing to fear for those who who walk in in, in the anointing, for those who walk in Christ, walk in the spirit, that there is nothing to fear that there is nothing to, to fear for you have already overcome the world. And Lord, I pray that that would become a revelation to every single listener and that every single person listening to this, if they, if they've been bound by a spirit of anxiety, I curse that foul spirit of anxiety. And I thank you, Lord, that even now it's being broken off by the efficacy of your word and the power of the anointing. In Jesus' mighty name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.